which is I think the Supreme Court the next week is going to issue its decision. I think it's going to overturn Roe versus Wade. That's the right decision. Doesn't their session end this week? Uh, they, they could do it next week. So, so it could be tomorrow. It could be next week. We, we, we don't know for sure when the when the opinion will issue, but it's soon. It's it, it's within the next few days. Um, that's the right decision. That will return the question of abortion to the elected legislatures. That's where the Constitution left it. That's where it belongs. But I think the response is exactly what you said, which is the organized left. They're going to engage in riots. They're going to get engaged in violence. We're going to see a reprise, I fear of the Black Lives Matter and the Antifa riots, where they're going to try to use political violence to advance their ends. And the Department of Justice needs to step in and stop them. I halfway expect the attorney general to be rioting alongside them because this Department of Justice has been so politicized. So here's a pretty shocking statistic. One in four people suffer from chronic pain. In fact, it's one of the largest issues that's plaguing America. Chronic pain is relentless, it's unbearable, and it's overbearing. But luckily, new studies reveal there just might be a cure. CBD oil is showing real promise thanks to its thousands of user testimonies and a lot of research to back it up. And when it comes to CBD oil, there is no better one than natural hemp oil. Their product is held to the highest quality standard because of their strict quality requirements. Plus, users rate Natural Hemp Oil for its effectiveness and customer service experience. Natural Hemp Oil just might be what every person with chronic pain needs to solve the issue. And Natural Hemp Oil is notorious for selling out. Sometimes it takes months before their supply becomes available again. And luckily, I've teamed up with Natural Hemp Oil, so you can get a supply right now. All you have to do is go to their website, naturalhempoil.com forward slash try. And then once you're there, use coupon code TRY to get 15% off your order. So go to naturalhempoil.com forward slash TRY and get yours today. And remember, when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right, guys, good afternoon. Welcome back to another episode of Red Pill News. Today, we're going to be talking about what I believe are a couple of hoaxes that are being perpetrated by members of Congress, some of the most hated and despised people in Congress. But just because we don't like them, that doesn't mean we're going to go out and do something stupid. I open with that clip of Ted Cruz having a conversation with Sean Hannity because we are about to get a historic win in America, not only a historic win for the lives of our children and future Americans, but a historic win because the Supreme Court is going to do the right thing. Uh, they are prepped to give us a decision on Roe versus Wade. It's going to get sent back to the states and each state individually is going to have to make the decision on whether or not abortion is legal in that state. Personally, I think it's a horrible thing. I think that abortion should not be legal anywhere. And I think that one of the reasons the Democrats and these crazy people on the left want it to be legal is because it's a religious sacrament for them. They like killing babies. They get power from the deaths of those innocent souls. Then, of course, you got the baby parts that are being sold by Planned Parenthood. Just a bunch of despicable shit happening. Abortion is a cottage industry which makes millions and millions and millions of dollars every year on top of the horrific suffering that takes place. There is lasting psychological damage that is incurred by parents who end up going through an abortion because they've been told by people in the Democrat Party that an abortion is nothing more than simply a cluster of cells that is being removed from your body. But it is a child. It is a human life. 
So when you have something like the January 6th commission, which is supposed to be uh, garnering the attention of the entirety of America, but when in actuality it's failing spectacularly because what they're claiming happened didn't happen at all, you have the need for that committee to perpetrate some pretty heinous acts to bring the attention back around to them. Right now, the decision on Roe vs. Wade is set to eclipse anything the January 6th commission has done thus far. So Adam Kinzinger, one of the rhinos that was appointed to that commission, put out some information this past week saying that he and his wife and his family had received a death threat in the form of a letter. Now, if that happened, if it was real, that's horrible, and I absolutely disavow anybody who would think it's a good idea to send a death threat in any form, written or otherwise, to a sitting member of Congress. You can't go around sending off death threats to people in general. Somebody gave me a death threat earlier today in uh, in my chat on my show. I wonder if I can track down who that person is, because I would love to have a private conversation with them. Come F around and find out. But Adam Kinzinger, it says here in the Washington Examiner, offered a dark glimpse into his life when he shared a note threatening to kill him and his family. But you guys won. So on Sunday, he put out the images on Twitter showing this apparent death threat, and he said that it was addressed to his wife, Sophia. Now, uh, let's go ahead and take a look at the actual text of the letter, because there's some interesting things going on here. Uh, it is addressed, as it said, to his wife, Sophia. You are one stupid C-word. That pimp you married not only broke his oath, but sold his soul. Yours and Christian's, too. Adam's activities have hurt not only this country, but countless patriotic and God-fearing families. Therefore, although it might take time, he will be executed. But don't worry, you and Christian will be joining Adam in hell, too. We find it blasphemous that you name the son of the devil Christian. And then, of course, it's not signed. But let's just be honest, no matter who wrote this letter, if the FBI or the uh, congressional investigators wanted to know who sent it, it would be very, very easy. It's going to have a postmark on the outside of the letter. It's possibly going to have DNA evidence from the person who sent it. It may have fingerprints both on the paper and then outside on the envelope. There are a number of different ways that the FBI or otherwise are going to be able to figure out who sent that letter. Another very interesting way that they might be able to identify the author of this letter is through handwriting analysis. And my friend uh, Jeff Peterson in The Matrix put out a tweet, uh, or rather a truth, a couple of days ago. I shared it as well. And it includes what is apparently a handwriting analysis of Adam Kinzinger's writing compared with the writing inside that letter. If we take a look at a larger view of this, then we can see the points of interest. Now, I'm not a handwriting analyst myself, so I can't tell you whether or not these two uh, pieces of, of documentation were written by the same person. But it looks to me like the handwriting analyst is honing in on the letters N, uh, the letter F, and then, uh, yeah, I guess that's it, the letters F and N. And if you take a look at this letter that was written by Adam Kinzinger, sent on House of uh, Representatives stationery, so you know it's him, and of course it's signed Adam Kinzinger, you have a comparison showing the letter F written several times, as well as the letter N written a number of times. 
And there does definitely seem to be some similarities, although they are a little bit different. But of course, if Adam Kinzinger had written this letter, I think that he would be smart enough to change the handwriting just a little bit. This reminds me of the situation with Jussie Smollett. Remember, before he got famous for hiring two Nigerian bodybuilders to attack him on the streets of Chicago at 3 a.m. and pour frozen bleach on him, uh, he had also faked a death threat letter that was sent to him on the set of that television show that he was doing. I don't even remember the name of it. That's how unmemorable it was. Now, a source told our CBS Chicago station WBBM, quote, when the letter didn't get enough attention, Smollett concocted the staged attack. But that death threat was conclusively linked to Jesse Smollett, and it was just another part of the hoax that he was attempting to perpetrate. Who was he trying to frame as sending death threats and beating him up? Trump supporters. MAGA country. Remember, this is MAGA country. This morning, new images of Jesse Smollett from the night he claimed he was assaulted by two men in an apparent hate crime. Police body cam video capturing the embattled actor at his apartment still wearing the noose he says his attackers put around his neck. This is the exact same thing that Adam Kinzinger is doing too. And he had to throw some really great buzzwords in there. Patriotic, God-fearing, families, blasphemous, of course, and then the execution. That is the piece de resistance. Now, I hope that somebody out there who is a handwriting analyst can look at these two letters and give us an answer to tell us whether or not this was Adam Kinzinger. Now, Arizona Central, which is uh, a paper that is owned by USA Today, uh, is putting out a story saying that Adam Kinzinger is not the only January 6th committee member to have also received death threats. Apparently, they have increased the security details on both Kinzinger and Liz Cheney. Uh, Remember when we found an actual assassin outside the home of Justice Kavanaugh? Remember how the Democrats didn't want to put any extra protection on him? In fact, they did everything they could to ensure that an assassination might truly take place. Well, I think that that guy who got caught was actually planning to do it. I mean, he admitted that he was there to kill Justice Kavanaugh. But here you only have anonymous letters and messages that are sent to people like Kinzinger and Cheney. You don't have anyone that you can actually attribute the threat to. However, they are taking this threat a lot more seriously. Now, in similar fashion, Eric Swalwell has also released what he claims is a voicemail message he received, also suggesting that he would be better off dead. And he also threw in a couple of key little tidbits, which make me think that it truly is him or someone that he knows. He probably hired someone to make this message and send it to him. So let's go ahead and take a listen. It sounds to me like a fake Southern accent. They're trying to do like a Georgia accent, maybe, but it's not quite right. Hey, you little cocksucker. You still banging the Chinese spy, bang, bang? And stinking up the fucking capital with your farts? You little cocksucker. We're coming to your house this weekend. Gonna get you and them little mutant bastards, (laughs) them little mutant offspring of yours. We're gonna get you. We're gonna get you. It just it's a little over the top. Uh, And, you know, if this is a real death threat that uh, Eric Swalwell is receiving, once again, I disavow it. I don't agree with it. I think it's a bad idea. Uh, But it is kind of funny. (laughs) 
stinking up the Capitol building with your farts. <laughs> Sounds like Foghorn Leghorn. Uh, these seem to me to be the greatest hits of some of the most embarrassing moments of Eric Swalwell's time in office. Getting seduced by a Chinese spy, possibly selling out your country for a piece of, uh, you know what? Also, farting live on camera on a hot mic in a spectacular fashion. I mean, there was no way to hide it. I'm going to play that video of Eric Swalwell farting here in case you don't know what I'm talking about. Chris, so far, the evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. Yes, that happened. That was on live TV. And that is by no means the entirety of embarrassing moments in Eric Swalwell's career. Uh, I encourage you to go and find them. But, you know, what does this accomplish? If these were real conservative MAGA-loving patriots that were uh, threatening Swalwell or Kinzinger, what does this accomplish? All it's going to do is denigrate us as a movement and make us look stupid. Once again, this is why I don't believe either of these things. I think that Kinzinger faked this letter, and I think that uh, Swalwell thought, hey, I'm going to get in on that action. I'm going to make it look like I'm getting death threats, too, and then I'm going to put it out there, and everybody's going to feel sorry for me, and I'm going to get to use it in a campaign ad. He's going to say, once again, the violent rhetoric of Donald Trump has sent America into a tailspin, and people are sending me death threats. People are mean. Oh, Eric Swalwell does not deserve to be in Congress, but he doesn't deserve to be getting death threats. I think it's fake. I think it's all fake, and I think the whole thing has been designed designed to distract people away from what's really important. And that's the decision on Roe vs. Wade. You know, time and time again, we continue to see the same pattern of behavior among the radical left and among the Democrats. They're simply unable to win an argument based upon the merits of what they believe, based upon the results of the policies they espouse. So what do they have to do? They have to resort to fake hate crimes. They have to resort to fake death threats. All they can attempt to do is throw out some kabuki theater, blame it on MAGA country, and the next thing you know, it's all over the mainstream media. Well, as far as I'm concerned, I'm not buying it. I don't think you're buying it. And I don't believe that the majority of America buys it either. Jussie Smollett screwed the pooch for the left, and Adam Kinzinger and Eric Swalwell are driving that point home. This is fake. It's all fake. We're watching a movie. I want to thank everyone for being here. As always, this has been Red Pill 78. My name is Zach Payne, the Corruption Detector, and this was another edition of Red Pill News. Good luck, everyone, and God bless.